Welcome to the Sober Mofos Podcast, where we discuss how to get sober, how to stay sober, and how to live a healthy, happy life in sobriety. My name is Dirk Foster, and I'm a sobriety coach and author, and I've been sober since 2007. Okay, so in a podcast I shared earlier this week, um, I spoke about eight ways to survive the first 90 days of sobriety, all right? And I kind of want to add to that. I want to add sort of a a second stage to that concept, that idea, okay? And what it is going to be is replacing bad habits with good habits, all right? So earlier in the week, we talked about eight things you can do um, to survive the the first 90 days of your recovery. And and I listed those out. Um, You can go back and check out that specific podcast if you'd like. But just to recap, um, I suggested going to meetings if you're a 12-stepper, getting exercise, um, improving your nutrition, getting more sleep, laughing more, learning to write out your feelings, um, indulging in sweets like ice cream when necessary, and basically lightening up, LTFU, lightening the fuck up. Okay, so those are the eight things that we covered um, in the earlier podcast. And today I want to talk about replacing our bad habits with our good habits or with good habits. I can tell you that, you know, before I got sober, um, I had a lot of bad habits. Imagine that. Most of us do. Um, I spent a lot of time um, drinking and drugging and not a lot of time doing the things that I was interested in doing or wanted to do, things I wanted to learn, um, try out, experiment with, you know, just fun, interesting habits or hobbies, okay? So it's important that we learn to replace our bad habits, our drinking and our drugging and our wasting time with good habits, all right? So I want to go through a few things, so make a few suggestions to you. Uh, Before I start, if you get a chance, please visit my website, which is SoberMofos.com. There you're going to find resources like blog articles, um, Books, audiobooks, videos, this podcast, all sorts of different things that may be able to help you on your own recovery journey. Um, also, if you get a chance, if you have any friends or family members who are struggling in addiction, please share this podcast with them um, just to help me pass the word along to others. Okay. Really appreciate your help on that. Thanks. Okay. So when we first get sober or when we've been sober, you know, for a short amount of time, you know, the first couple of years, it's very easy for us to fall into boredom or what you could what you could say is atrophy, you know, like if you don't use a muscle too too enough, it atrophies, it weakens. And our minds are kind of like that too, our spirits are like that too. If we, if we don't exercise our mind and our spirit in a positive um way, um filling our time and our energy with positive uplifting things to do, our brains will atrophy and um, an atrophying mind or, you know, a weakened mind for an alcoholic or addict who's trying to stay sober is a very dangerous place to be. We need to stay active. We need to stay interested in things. We need to stay interested in life. Okay. So it's very important that when we get sober and, you know, whether you've been sober for three days or three years or whatever, it's important that we fill our lives with interesting things that we want to do, okay? And we need to replace our bad habits with good habits. 
So instead of drinking, maybe we play tennis. You know, instead of snorting Coke, maybe we go fishing. (laughs) You know, whatever it may be, whatever your interests are, it's very important that we replace kind of our self-destructive habits or our self-destructive activities with positive ones. Now, this may seem like common sense. To some people it is, I guess. But to a lot of people, and I was like this too, you know, when you first get sober, you just look around and it's like, well, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what to do with my time. And I filled a lot of my time in the early days of my recovery with um, 12-step meetings. Um, and maybe you're a 12-stepper, maybe you're not, it doesn't matter. But that's that's what I did. I went to a lot of meetings and and, and worked on my sobriety a lot. But I also found that I had a lot of interests that I had kind of forgotten about. Things that I wanted to pursue, and I did. And it didn't all happen overnight, but over the course of the last 15 years of my recovery, I've filled my life with a whole, you know, a lot of things that that are interesting to me. Um, And I'll go over a few things um, shortly, like what I do and what I like to do. Um, But I found that it was just a great time when I was new to sobriety, especially that first year or two, when I could get back to life and start exploring things and start finding out what piques my interests. And, and a lot of the things I tried out and experimented with, with um, I, I didn't take to, I didn't like, for, or for whatever reason, I just, I didn't find them very interesting. So I tried something else. But that's what I want to recommend to you and to anybody else who's in recovery. Try things, move around, you know, shake it up, you know, and look for different things in life that fill your mind and your time with positive action. You know, it's very important to do that. When I first got sober, I wanted to learn how to play guitar, (laughs) which is hilarious because I'm terrible at it. But I got a guitar and I got a little book and I started learning some of the, the notes and the chords and the keys and all this stuff. And I didn't know really what I was doing, but I had fun trying. And then, and this was probably my first year of sobriety, I think. And then I got a, a guitar teacher. Somebody I started, you know, taking guitar lessons and, and it was goofy and, but it was fun and it was kind of cool. I would sit at home and during the night when I would normally be drinking or drunk, you know, I would be practicing my guitar and, and, and doing something kind of fun and positive. It didn't last. I didn't stick with it. I still have my old guitar somewhere in my house here, but you know, I didn't do anything with it and it kind of faded out. But for the, for about two years, I, I practiced and played and it was great. And, and so you can do something like that. Learn an instrument, you know, learn guitar, learn piano, learn harmonica, whatever the fuck you, you think you might want to do. Or maybe you want to just study music, do something. You can learn a new language. You know, everybody wants to learn Spanish or French, whatever. Try that. You know, try learning a new language. I took up fly fishing very seriously. And and to this day, I'm a very avid fly fisherman. Fly fishing for me has become a, a great source of um, comfort. And um, it relieves my depression. I struggle with depression a lot and anxiety. So when I go out fly fishing, in fact, I just went fly fishing this morning. Uh, when I go out, I can feel just relief coming through my body. It, it, it helps my anxiety lift. It lifts my depression. It makes me just feel better. So that's something I've started doing. Enjoy. I love it. I have a passion for it. Uh, and I started getting back into fishing when I in early sobriety, and I'm still doing it as much as I possibly can. So fly fishing is for me. My wife, she is a, now she's a professional chef. She's a private chef. 
All that started in sobriety. She always liked to cook, but in sobriety, she started cooking more and more, really getting into it and really kind of understanding the process and the art that goes behind cooking. And then she turned it into a business. And now she is a professional chef. I mean, it's amazing. She's a private chef and she does very well and she loves to cook. And, you know, I got to be careful because I can put on the weight very easily living with a chef. But she tried something she loved and, and she stuck with it and it worked and it helped fill her time in her recovery. Um, you can do woodworking. I have a friend of mine who's sober now who's, who's discovered that he's very talented at working with wood. He's turned that into a business, a very successful business. You can take up painting. You can start a new business. That's something that's fantastic. I've started several businesses in recovery. Maybe you're interested in business or, or building wealth or whatever, you know, goes along with that. Try building a business, become an entrepreneur. The point I'm trying to make is there are so many things that we can do now that we're sober or at least considering getting sober or trying to get sober. Life is not all about drinking and getting high. You know, I once thought it was, that was my entire life. It's sad to say, I, I thought that there was, you know, I'd wake up in the morning with a hangover and by five or six o'clock that night, I'd be drunk again, you know, and that was sort of my life, you know, and all the things that I had dreamed of doing and wanting to do, like I always wanted to be a writer as a kid and I had thrown that all away in my drinking days. Now I've published five books um, and you can find them on Amazon if you're interested in reading books. I write about, I write nonfiction books about um, addiction and recovery and sobriety. Um, and my books sell very well and, and, and hopefully they've helped a ton of people. And I think they have. But I wanted to write my whole life, gave it up while I was drinking. And in my sobriety, I got back into it and discovered that I like writing nonfiction books. So that's what I do to this day. I still write books and I'm working on other books right now. So we tend to put away the things that we're interested in when we're, you know, caught in our and stuck in our addiction. Once we get sober, this is our chance to start over, to be reborn. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Trust me, it doesn't. I didn't get sober until my 40s. I know a lot of people get sober in their 50s and 60s and 70s who start new lives, who, you know, get rejuvenated, who find interest, you know, all sorts of different things to pursue and and, and passions that they've always wanted to go after. Young people as well, people in their 20s and 30s, you know, get sober and it's like, oh, okay, now I've got all this energy. I've got all this time. I've got all this sobriety. Let's use it towards and put it towards something really positive that you want to do, you know? So I implore you, go out. If you're working on your recovery, if you're in recovery, doesn't matter how long you've been sober, three days, three years, 30 years, Explore the things that you want to get out of life. Find out what you're interested in. Try different things. You know, it doesn't matter if, if you find out you don't like them or you're not interested in it. Try something else. Bob and weave. Go and try different things. That's what living is all about. That's why we get sober, to live life. It's not to sit in front of a TV and, and vegetate on, you know. We did, I did plenty of that back in my drinking days. Sobriety is about living life and getting the most out of our lives as we can to the best of our abilities. So um, give that a try. Replace your bad habits with good habits. Go out, find out what you're passionate about. Try different things, try different hobbies. Get out there, mix it up. You know, it's, worth, it's so worth it. And it makes life and, and sobriety um, just a, a lot sweeter, okay? So with that, um, 
I hope you go out and, and try something new today or this week or this weekend. Um, and um, please stay safe and please try your best to stay sober. And if you get a chance, um, share this podcast with somebody who also may be struggling with addiction. And um, I wish you well. Thanks.